hi, hi. Welcome back to Basic Binges, part of Talk Network. So on the show, we review popular shows that are out right now while eating and drinking our favorite, favorite binge-worthy snacks and drinks. And of course, don't, re- um, don't forget to redeem those channel points. We have a lot of really fun ones, so definitely check those out. Um, I am your host, Yaya. And right now I am eating some, it's not Chinese, but ban hoi with nem nung Oh no, nem nung. Anyways, yes, Vietnamese food. I love Vietnamese food. And for my drink, still tea. I'm a tea drinker. So yeah, excitement, excitement. I am joined by amazing, amazing guests today. So we have Kenji. So Kenji, introduce Hello. yourself and what you're eating. Uh, well, so I started getting a little hungry and I started eating, but I had a little, uh, I have a little hamburger steak and uh, some white rice still, uh, and you know, real, that's some Japanese food. And I also have, of course, my handy dandy, uh, th- uh, I guess, canteen of water. Gotta stay hydrated. Yes, please stay hydrated. The weather's been so weird lately and I'm just like feeling funky. And today we are joined by Stephanie. Yay! Yay. Um, we do have another guest, Mike. Mike is on his way. So you guys just heads up. We might do a commercial break later just so um, Mike can join it when he gets home. But right now we have Stephanie. Say hi, Stephanie. Introduce yourself. Yay. Hello. If you're eating anything. <laughs> so I'm eating a bag of Doritos <laughs> and I'm drinking water. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, my, my, my camera would be on, but then OBS wouldn't work and then we wouldn't have a show. So you see this fake pic, well, it's not fake, it's real. It's a real Photoshop. <laughs> it's not Photoshopped, it's a real picture of me. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I know today, today's going to be really interesting. I'm really excited. Um, so today we are talking about episode three and four of American Born Chinese, which you can find on Disney Plus. So right off the that like how did you guys feel about this episode compared to the last two we watched like it the pacing did change a little and we also got two like especially the second episode that we'll talk about like the the style was very different it's it seems really so how how did you feel with these two episodes Kenji compared to the last two uh <clears throat> well I personally like I definitely uh thought these two episodes were I felt we're a little bit, we're definitely, uh, they changed up the, you know, the format a little bit, especially at the fourth episode. Um, you know, I, we got to see Michelle Yeoh uh, do her thing, you know, kick some butt, you know, which is always great. I, I, you know, I'm starting to notice a lot more like with like the fight choreography and stuff like that, how it's, it's very reminiscent of like uh, the old, uh, you know, uh, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, you know, Once Upon a Time in China, Mm-hmm. Uh, China, uh, kung fu films you know with the uh, like where it's almost like almost like a ballet the way that they fight mm. and yeah I I am really digging what they're doing I had a little bit of an issue with the pro hazing thing that they're doing yeah but, I agree like, okay yes but like I, I, we can get into that a little bit later but yeah I mean I it's it's interesting to see like the show kind of starting to get its legs under it and like kind of start taking off and running mm-hmm. a little bit okay okay how about you stephanie yeah i uh <laughs> <laughs> it's you know what it's been a minute since i've i've multitasked <laughs> like this <laughs> um no it, i i really i enjoyed it i agree with kenji with that bit about the hazing like it's i don't know when this is supposed to be like dated but it's <laughs> It doesn't feel right. Like, this feels very 80s. And I know that was a thing that you guys were talking about last week about how, like, it didn't seem like they knew what timeline they were on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just glad we finally got some action. Oh, no, no, most definitely. Like, it compared to the, like, we did get fighting scenes in the first two episodes, but this one just seemed more. So uh, first off with the third episode, we start off with Michelle, um, with Guan Yi Pusha outside a buffet. And then Su Kong joins her. And then I'm going to be sorry, like that buffet looked really sad. <laughs> and also the time I was thinking, I'm like, I hope this is a vegetarian like buffet because um, to have Gwangi Pusan eat me, I was kind of like, oh, she better not be eating me. But um, first off, and then like, I was really, I, I was really angry where Su Wukong left after one plate. And I'm like, what kind of Chinese are you? What kind of Asian are you to leave a buffet after one plate? 
that's not right <laughs> it's like it's in our blood to want to like put these buffet out of business by like out eating them and like tricking the system but yes and then um after that um then we get to i believe um that scene with uh the it's i was actually surprised they showed this the acupuncture scene the fact that they actually stuck the acupuncture needle into the actress and i was kind of like oh how would western viewers like react to this because a lot of people do have like a lot of like you know needle icks and acupuncture is definitely one of them how did you feel how did you guys feel with the acupuncture scene either uh stephanie how did you feel with the acupuncture <laughs> Uh, it, it, it did make me cringe a little bit just because I'm not used to seeing like needles in people and it has nothing to do with like actually going to the hospital or going to the doctor <laughs> or getting a vaccine or whatever. So it was, it was like, but, but also, but also like I, I did have acupuncture years ago and like the the things that she would say like well it's because you're moving or like you've just got a lot going on here i'm like dude i totally understand this <laughs> mm -hmm. because like it's crazy like i'm sure you've done acupuncture as well like yeah it's it's so like you wouldn't think it would i'm, I'm skeptical so i i wouldn't have thought it would work until i had it and then i know you know, it's like, oh, I met God. Like, I, I believe yeah. in God because I met God. It's, it's that kind of thing for me. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Like, um, Western, especially Western, like, you know, society tends to be very mm, with, like, more holistic things, especially Chinese, like, medicine, like, cupping and that kind of stuff. Although we have seen, like, a like a like a rise in the popularity of it especially with like the olympics a couple of years ago where you saw like michael phelps with all the cupping like yeah. um bruises and then people started doing it and they're like well it works and i'm like yeah i know i know <laughs> i know exactly it's like yeah why do you think we've done it for thousands of years because it works but anyways how did you feel about the acupuncture scene so <clears throat> i've only had i, I actually wasn't uh that about it at all like uh like i like my girlfriend gets acupuncture like twice a month uh because, because she has like really bad like back pain so like i'm always watching like somebody getting like stabbed in a way so like and i've also had it done on myself so it was never like a problem for me however like i will say the one time i did it and i only had it done once but the one time i did it it was like oh my god i've never had acupuncture done on me before and like I was laying face down, but I was like, I gotta get a selfie about this. So like I like took photos like this while there was like needles all down, like over across my shoulders and stuff, which you shouldn't be moving at all. No, no. It was, I was sore afterwards. Like my left side felt great, but my right side was sore. And my dad was like, Did you move? I was like, Yeah, I wanted to take a photo. I took a selfie. He was like, You idiot. Why would you do that? I didn't know what would happen again. And I was there by myself. So my next question was gonna be like, Did you get like, were you called dumb for doing it? <laughs> Because I was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, taking, oh, I mean, I wasn't called done for getting the acupuncture. I was called done for taking the selfie. While, like, <laughs> no, exactly. Like my dad, my dad swears by that stuff. Are you kidding me? No, he he's all about it. No, 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 no. It's for taking the selfie. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely for sure for selfie. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and also the thing because yeah, you're not supposed to shift because the needles are in you. You're supposed to be at a specific point and all that stuff. But like acupuncture takes a lot out of you. It actually takes a lot of energy that you wouldn't think it does. And it's crazy. But with this scene, we actually have a really well-known actress playing the um the grandma, which is uh Lisa uh Lu. And she's been in a lot of things. She's like a very she's a old actress in like China. And then she was also recently in um Crazy Rich Asians, if I remember correctly. Love her. Yeah. And then we get to the scene, and this scene actually, later you get introduction to what was it, Melly, like the the granddaughter, and then you hear about how like they're closing down shop because you can buy Chinese herbs from white people now, which is a direct quote from the show, and it's like it sucks because that's actually what's going on in Chinatown right now in Los Angeles, like all of these um, um like old grandmas and grandpas who's like have their shops there for like 50, 60 years are getting booted out of the thing because the rise of rent, it's gentrification. And it's really sad to see that. And then like, do like that they did address that in here in the show and talking about that. Cause this was especially, what was it? Um, 
2020, wasn't there like a, um, a supermarket that was closed down um, in Chinatown and that like caused a lot of like, um, cause that was like a lot of uh, where these old grandma and grandpas would get their affordable groceries and now it's really hard for them and rents. It was, it was sad, sad, sad time. That time yeah gentrification um, is bad gentrification is bad like last time i went to chinatown it was all white people yo like if they want to gentrify they should gentrify their own i'm just saying like just right? leave, leave our cultures alone dude like right if you want to make like really crappy like apothecary shops don't do it in chinatown just do it in your own cities like oh my gosh <laughs> Anyways, I can go ages about this. Anyways, and then <laughs> oh, and that's the end of the episode. No, I'm kidding. That's the end of the episode, guys. No. <laughs> okay, so then we get um, now we also get uh, we see um, like Jin has made it to the soccer team. He's part of the soccer team. They have the pep rally and all that fun stuff. And then we get to now. I think we can get to the hazing part now. What the heck, like? why why are they like and then they make it seem all fun like with the whole despacito and everything like it's so fun but like they legit despacito makes everything okay (laughs) (laughs) and his freaking pikachu kikugurumi oh my god i love the kikurumi i do too i have it and that's why when like um with um anusia was all like oh my mom custom made i'm like no that's that's not custom made that's manufactured. I have that. <laughs> that on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then so um, the fact that they like interrogated these people and then used everything they said to for their hazing. Like, you know, he talks about his coin collection, knowing all the words of Despacito, like hating root beer, making him gag, like all that stuff. And he they use it against him. And then they, they downplay like how bad hazing actually is. So I know you guys talked about the hazing person, Kenji. Go, go hand with the hazing part. So like, like when I was in college, I was part of a fraternity and we had one rule. And that rule was, we are not going to be like any other fraternity and we will not be hazing the, the people who rush. And I was like, oh my God, because <laughs> like that never happens. And like, because like you hear about like really dangerous things happening. Like what if like it turned out like, you know, like his greatest the thing that he didn't like was wasn't root beer what if it was like what if it was like i'm really afraid of like spiders they give me like panic attacks and it's like okay well we're gonna we want you to go to like petco and just like get like a just dump spiders all over they technically did that with the bird that is true that is right he's Mm -hmm. he doesn't like birds so like i mean i don't know like it's (laughs) I, i i don't I understand that they're trying to make it like fun and it's like it's like it's an initiation thing but it's like you know because I feel like it's a it's a tradition that can be very very dangerous if it's not you know if it's not done properly and uh, and technically speaking both of those things two of the things that he did could have very much gotten him like in a lot of trouble like Mm -hmm. jumping into the fountain like he actually gets involved with the security guard you know and he also teaches the school after hours you know so technically he's trespassing and he's also creating doing vandalism like he's it's not okay it's not (laughs) Sebi, do you have any input on this as well i am so glad i didn't join a fraternity (laughs) because i feel like this is what would have happened or worse like if he was vandalizing and like doing like these little like you can get arrested on minor charges with all of these things that you were doing like no i'm okay i'd like to keep my record clean thank you right Um, but it just again it just seems so dated i don't know if it's just my age coming out and now i'm in a apparent age of like you guys really uh-huh. shouldn't be messing with each other like i don't know if i'm at that point in my life unfortunately but but like, i agree exactly it, like it just seems like so dumb <laughs> no exactly like this this could have really legit jeopardized his future and as an asian who's like you know your parents like the fact that they're immigrants and are like you know they slave and they like like sacrifice everything for you just to have a good future and you throw it all the way all away uh-huh. because of like you want to fit in with the cool kids i'm like not cool <laughs> not, not cool. cool anyway so and we also get another part of the story is that like you know the mom 
the mom basically turns into a drug dealer yo legit but also what mom hasn't done that (laughs) oh my god it's like okay as like if you're not have a chinese mom or asian mom you won't know but like the wechat like stuff where they share all of like those oh you need to do this or else like you know you're gonna die or you're gonna get cancer like you need to eat this so you can you can (laughs) cure cancer or something like that it was exactly like that it's like it's like for 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 the uh non- Asian people that are out there, if you want to understand what's going on, specifically the lighter skin tone folks, uh, it's like Avon. Avon calling. It's basically MLM. Youth. It's, <laughs> Facebook uh, group. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. It's basically the, what was it? Uh, LuLaRoe leggings yes. or the uh, D- doTERRA essential oils, which I'm outing myself because I do use doTERRA essential oils. You know the sad thing? It's, <laughs> it's nice though. Anyways. <laughs> I have this on hand. I have a lavender on hand because it just smells so nice. I'm like putting it in my incense. <laughs> Anyways, but Loki, mom, mom becomes a drug dealer. She starts like, you know, um, going to her friends, be like, oh, I have this thing. Um, it can help you with um, like whatever aches and pains or illnesses. It can help with your arthritis. It can help with your headaches. It can do this. And I was like, mom, don't do that. Like, Chinese medicine is very much catered to people's bodies because I'm like some people's bodies are cold some people's bodies are warmer wet dry like I have a more wetter like um hotter body like things so a lot of like Chinese medicines I actually can't take because it's actually not good for my health so I was kind of worried about that I'm like I'm like worried that this is going to lead to something I haven't watched the other episodes but I'm like worried it's going to lead to something much worse later on because it's too hopeful right now I will not but, tell you then. Oh no! <laughs> hey, Kenji, did you see the other episodes already, or? I only watched up to. I've only. I'm uh, partway through episode five right now. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm behind you guys then. So, anyways, how did you guys like? How did you guys feel like the whole like, especially like as like she's an Asian mom. Everyone's like, I'll give you money. She's like, no. But you know, as an Asian, if they don't give you money, you're kind of like, oh, they didn't give me money. But at the same time, if you say that you wanted money. It makes you seem like you're cheap. How'd you guys feel about that? Like the mom becoming like a drug dealer? <laughs> it's interesting because my mom has definitely done stuff like this where she's ended up like she goes to like a like a warehouse sale and like she buys like a bunch of things for like really really cheap, but then like she then turns around and then she like sells it at like the school's like bazaar or like, you know, the school's like flea market thing that they have, you know, like, and, and, and let me rephrase that. The Japanese daycares <laughs> bazaar <laughs> flea market sort of thing. It, it would never be the white school that does this, mm-hmm. um, but they, but you know, like she would, and then of course, like whatever. And even then she's only make like, there's only like a, like a fraction of a, like a dollar, dollars worth of profit actually being done so it's like maybe she bought it for like 30 cents and maybe she's selling it for like maybe like 50 cents to a dollar or something like that mm-hmm. but th- but the thing is a lot of that money doesn't end up going back to her it ends up going to the school and stuff so like it's it's interesting but like but it, it will say it, it, it i right there with you like that the thing of like you took our stuff and you sold it when we're like like suffering like i mean congratulations but like that should be our money. We can't say that. We can't mm-hmm. say that that's our money. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a that's a blanket one across all 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 the cultures, possibly. Basically, yeah. It's like, oh, I can't accept that. But in your head, you're like, give me. But you can't say that you want it because they're, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, like. Well, well, not only that, then you have to return the favor even more so. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, my dad doesn't do things for his neighbors because they're like, they're going to expect stuff out of us. And I'm like, dad. (laughs) That's exactly what my mom said. She was like, don't accept anything from them. Why would you accept it? Now we have to give them something. (laughs) Yes, that's why I don't help people. I mean, okay, I do. I I did give my neighbor a stamp today. And then I was kind of sucked into it. Well, you know, she could have done me a favor by not having me in a conversation for 15 minutes. Oh my gosh, no, no. I completely agree with you in regards to what's happening right now in the scene because it's like 
you you know they're shutting down you will eventually not have inventory what will you do at that point like right where do they get it from i don't know maybe like maybe she'll help them stay open or or take over or something oh god I don't know, like you, you know, Stephanie, you're just not what? gonna. Say that. I don't know. I don't. I know. I, I'm saying this as if I don't. Know. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I no, but... like I didn't see the last four episodes. So. No, not. No. <laughs> I was like, I didn't just watch this entire season. No, no, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but yeah, no. So I definitely said like this is just this is where it's like, such a good portrayal of like you know Asian culture. I think this is where they really did, like ask like you know. Again, I'm surprised of how much they did their research. I'm very surprised of how much they did their research for the show. So, um, no, but yeah, like my my grandma does this with like my red envelope still. Like she'll make me open it and look inside. And she's like, how much did they give you? I'm like, oh, 20. And she's like, okay, I got to give like, you know, 30 back or something like that. You got to remember that. And I'm like, I just got free money. Stop. I don't need this. Like, I don't need this pressure. Leave me with my free money. Like, what am I supposed to do with this money? Buy them a gift or give it back to them? <laughs> right? No, but it, it kind of is. It's it's crazy. Like, there's, like, such this, like, need to, like, give back, but give more. So it makes it seem like you're, like, it. I'm not gonna. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> we get to part. He, um, so Jin, um, is doing his jump run uh he gets done he gets like told to do a lot of taxi again we said he he gets told to steal coins from a fountain he gets told to um sing despacito and like dance in public chug a liter root beer which makes him gag and then he gets the task to tp or wrap like the school mascot of the high school like the statue in front of their um thing and then here we get a little bit like his and um Wei Chen's like relationships seem to get a little bit better um uh so basically when Ch Wei Chen helps him out because you know um Rachel originally they did arrange for them to meet like five o'clock Jin didn't make it because of the of the soccer thing Wei Chen goes to look for him with the blessing of Wang Pusa and so he helps him out they and then Jin was all like okay yeah I'll help you with your quest and then he leaves and then we get Nyomo Wang. We get the bull, bull, like the demon king, the bull demon king. And we finally have the scene where he steals the Jingu Bang from Wei Chen because Wei Chen was being very careless. Ah, and I'm still very, I know that they have to make an antagonist and they have to make something like important, but I'm still really annoyed that they make, they put so much emphasis of the importance of the jingle bong i'm like again that's not it's just, just a weapon it's nothing special but anyways um and of course we also we do actually see the the trio in the end of this episode we have sun wukong we have pixie and we have sandy which they actually turn into a i guess it's just portray, portrayed by a female in this version so Gigi, what did you feel about this ending part about the whole like did you feel like it was going too quickly that for waiton to lose the jingle bong to nyomo wong or I don't know how did you feel about the ending of this episode so i i was actually trying to understand where the conflict where was was going to be happening from because i was like okay i mean obviously this is based on the, the graphic novel um which i've really only been able to see fractions and portions of it um i will say so like i was really trying to figure out like is this just going to be like a like a like a sitcom style thing where it's like oh you know with, with like this like this with this like this obscure over arc of like this of like the um of the quest that they're of the fourth scroll mm -hmm. you know and i just was like oh and then like this, every now and then we'll it's like every episode they're gonna meet somebody that's gonna make things difficult for them and whether it's by hijinks of Jin or by fighting of wei Shin, i was like okay I was like, okay, what? It, I was like, what is it gonna really? So the fact that we actually got to see like the big bad about the whole thing, I was like, okay, like now, and not only that, it's like the story is that we don't have the Jingu Ban. I was like, oh, okay, 
this is going to be the cool story that we're doing. And I, and I get, and I understand that like there's, there probably isn't a whole lot of like importance to the Jingu bond. Like, I mean, I feel like it's also, there's so many different versions because like, I've heard one version where it's like, it's the, it's one of the pillars of mm. like the Jade Palace is what I've heard at one point is one of the versions I think I've uh, heard. The Dragon Palace. Yeah, the Dragon Palace, sorry. It's one of the pillars of the Dragon Palace. Uh, it's, you know, like, or it's, or it's just that it's just a very simple weapon that just gets big and it gets really small and big and it gets small. So like, I, I, so, it, it's cool that it, I, I, the, it's like it's like a modern twist on it and I actually am kind of enjoying it so far um I will I can honest I can also say though that like I feel like this is a probably also has a niche audience just based yeah. on the audiences that we, the episodes that we've been seeing so far is it probably has a niche audience I agree I personally agree. yeah but I was very happy to see like visual like that we got to visually see like the the warriors all together because like because you know like as as viewers we've always kind of like wanted to see what this might like we, I mean, in a way we want to see like like the actual like anamorphic versions of these guys like like walking around like they were in the uh in, in like in the old uh wall scrolls and things like mm-hmm. that so like it's it's cool to but it's cool to just see them all together. It's like when you see all the Avengers together for the first time, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like the group shot. It, it always makes you happy. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. How about you, Stephanie? How did you, how did you feel about the end of this episode and how it's going and how it went? Well, it threw me into like a totally, cause like I almost forgot the point of the series, not being just about this Asian American kid <laughs> being completely like, <laughs> just anyways you know committing crimes <laughs> um so i was really like I, I i remember like when it happened i was just like wait what what is happening what when did this why is this hap? what you know like my brain just couldn't process it so that's why i was like uh a little confused but then i remembered oh yeah it's the it's the story mm-hmm. uh but I, you know, like everything that Kenji said literally is what I wanted to say, uh, which means good job, I Kenji. I took it all. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, there you. Um, no, but it was, it was interesting. And, and it did kind of give me that feel of like, okay, now we're getting the characters that, that we've been kind of anticipating on. And we may not get all of the characters in this episode necessarily, but it was still like, a cool moment because you do get a little bit of that action um but yeah that the, the the thing about the staff is it hasn't shown like i feel like didn't the staff like in other stories like didn't the staff kind of have like a little more than just the extension and miniaturizing like um it was it just it's just considered a legendary like weapon that um was in, in the armory of the um the dragon emperor um and then inside so um as Kanji says some versions have it like you know the it being one of the pillars of the palace and then uh it's just uh it's a good weapon it's like it's it's really good but it's not like legendary to the point like how they're emphasizing in the story how it's like it's needed <clears throat> sorry it's like one of the keys to like you know the sutras or the scrolls and that kind of stuff it was just a powerful weapon but not like a key item kind of thing ah i see i see so you're saying it's more it's more thor's hammer and not an infinity stone yes exactly (laughs) thank you for that okay there we go there we go then what then what the what's the big hullabaloo about the exactly that's what i was like very much like kind of why are they emphasizing this so much and that's what i was kind of like my cousin and we were watching we're just kind of like why why it's it's just a staff like you know if you wanted to take like i don't know soul cone's essence or something like that then that would have been like you know i think cool. we need to ask this guy right here this guy right here gene luke yang we need to ask this person right here come okay. on gene why is it so important gene yeah, but gene. Okay, this story is not even in the comics what this the is oh. added. yeah so i finished reading the comics the comics is basically about Jin. 
the Jin is the main character and you have three different um like sections of the story that seems like they're like they're completely separate until like the end where it comes together and then when you figure out oh they are related but there's no um sutra thing there's no like no more wong there's not that thing was basically a slice of life comic book of like a person of like this young like boy like finding his identity and becoming proud of what he is as an asian that's it <laughs> uh, yeah nice. there is sun wukong in that one but it's not like this it was just mostly like using Sun Wukong's like his life as like an analogy for how like we need we need to be true to ourselves instead of being who like we want to be to like fit in kind of thing I see it's okay. it's interesting I didn't expect okay. it too that's why when I finished reading it I was like oh Disney really took a lot of liberties yeah like I huh <laughs> yeah no one wants not even in there <laughs> um anyways um there's so, i do have some questions in the end of that episode like how did myoma wang even take the jingle bang like wasn't that staff in wei chen's like hands like how did he just suddenly like have it mm. what was the point of guan pusa giving them fried rice for the road ahead i guess <laughs> i was like, kind of like why are these parts like what was supposed to fried rice part i'm like why is this in here i don't get it I, I straight up thought it was, like, the Jedi Force. You know, like, how we had a little beef with, like, Mulan before because it, they treated, like, just Zen mm. and, like, you know, like, they treated, she, like, like, she and, like, magic. And it's, like, is this, is this the other one? Is, are we getting to that point again? Oh, God, the fried rice is the true magic. <laughs> or, I don't know. Anyways, then that episode ends and we conclude like you know oh like you know uh so Wukong takes Wei Chen back to like heaven he's like kid like you're being dumb I was never like that like why can't you be like me and his son goes I don't want to be like you and then we get the next episode which is again like a it, that whole episode is basically in Mandarin yeah that whole episode was in Mandarin and I did not expect that I was kind of like Disney actually did this yeah. It wasn't like Chinese drama level, like, you know, style, but I was like, they did a whole episode in Mandarin. And in this episode, we actually get a lot of guest stars. Um, we get James Hong as uh, Yu Huang Dadi, the Jade Emperor. We get, um, let's see, uh, what was it? Poppy Liu as Princess Iron Fan, Tianshan Gongzhu. We have Jimmy O Yang as Ao Guang, which is the Dragon King. Uh, we have, um, what was it, Stephanie Xu as uh, Shi Jin Yang Yang, which is, I guess, uh, the, oh, sorry, that's my dog. Uh, that's uh, Tia San Gongzhu's uh, companion, the one that was all like, I want to eat noodles towards the end. Um, but yeah, we got you. And we also have Ronnie Chang as Ji Gong. So we, so this episode seems like it's more, it's a flashback episode to like, oh, Wukong in his like prime or prior to like you know when he was still being rambunctious before the the journey to the west basically um how did you guys feel about this episode <laughs> you know i mean i would i mean it's always i mean personally i i i used to uh, go to high school with stephanie Shu, so like to see stephanie like oh. in anything it's like it's always been like oh it's great you know it's, it's good to see you so it's, and i'll talk about like that looks like the that would look like that talk about a dais of like the, the like the top Asian actors in our industry right now, like basically showing up as all the gods. Um, you know, like of course, you know, Ronnie Chang, you know, Jimmy O Yang, you know, being hilarious as always. You know, I I always love whenever they get to do stuff. And I love that personally, I think it's great that Ronnie Chang, I think, is getting I think it's great that he's getting so much work mm. to like be to kid like because he, he's not just being just like oh he's a comedian guy to just be funny kind of thing he's like he actually has like some nuances and mm -hmm. with his performance and stuff especially with like the whole uh wait is that the next no that's the next episode I'm sorry oh I'm excited now I'm excited I was about to say something and I was like oh no no I can't say that yet that's episode that, that's, five that's for next week Aha. <laughs> yeah all, all I, I, I Stephanie you see you've already seen the, the episode but I'm all I'm gonna say is um was Neil Diamond that's all I'm gonna say yes 
Oh, I am. Oh, I am so excited. And, and that's, I am that, excited. That scene alone is just has got some has got some nuggets of acting in there for sure. Mm. But that's but that's the next episode. We'll okay. stop talking about it now. That's next time week. on ABC. On... <laughs> we'll next stop time. Talking about it now. Next time on binging base. Binging. Ah, 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 ah. I can't. Bin- basic binges. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder where was I? What was I thinking when the I Bing gave Jew those Bing names? Bing. <laughs> Basic binges is cute. It's cute, the, but it's it's confusing we, sometimes. We like the alliteration. <laughs> anyway, Stephanie, how did you feel about this episode? I I loved it. I'm not gonna lie. Like mm-hmm. I really I loved it. Like as soon as the intro part came up, I was like, no, they are not like I. I got up I was like they are not doing this right now this is amazing and it was like the the only thing that I really had a problem with is it seemed like they ran out of budget for Um... you know for the scenes like the settings where like all the gods are together and stuff like it just seemed like a pedestal some curtain and nothing else yeah (laughs) that's how i technically felt about like you know soul kong's palace in the first episode you know how it was it seemed really cheap no but yeah i i honestly loved what they did i um i did talk about um before the stream was like the only major critique that i have was a little bit how much how disrespectful the portrayals of uh, some of the portrayals are yeah <laughs> like when you have uh james hong as um your huang daddy as jade emperor he goes like oh i've never loved you i loved your younger sister and i was like um that's not cool um and like when um all, when they're doing all guang he's like oh like you know make sure to put like you know the the water on my back and on my butt like he like you know when he's like you know shaking his butt on the throne part i was kind of like there was during some scenes like that. I was like, I normally don't mind like poking fun of gods. That's what a uh, original so uh, journey to the west did. It was very much talking about how human and how like you know even the gods have their own like. Um, Sun Wukong actually talks about it very well in this episode. How like they're just patting each other on the back. They're like you know they're not actually doing anything. They're just giving each other like awards and stuff. But like I think that even even then like you know as yeah. much as I love poking fun of them I think some of the portrayals were a little disrespectful like with the whole qigong part like you know chugging down alcohol until he passes out and that kind of stuff I'm like these are actual gods that we worship to this day and sometimes to see that it's a little like oh like um yeah in Taoism qigong is a very very important figure all of these are but anyways I did like seeing all the gods together I love seeing like the different gods they brought um you know of course Ao Guang that's main character Yu Huang Dadi Jade Emperor um his wife uh Shi Wangbu which is the mother of the west and you also have um Guan Yu Guan Gong uh the scene where uh so Wukong's talking to the guy, he's talking about his beautiful beard and he's like the god of war. That's yeah. Guan that's Guan Yu from Romance of the Three Kingdoms. He uh, is actually a deified um god. He um yeah, so it was really cool to see that they had him in there because he's like one of my favorite gods. Um but anyways, yo. um <clears throat> yeah, so I was kind of like, yes. Um I'm losing my train of thought. No, oh my good. god. I, I do want to say, uh, while you try to find that train again, mm-hmm. <laughs> your thought again, uh, I do want to say, like, thank you for bringing that up because, like, I I didn't think of, like, I saw it as a parody or, like, a satire, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize that it could come off as insulting, especially with, like, people who are really into, like, Taoism. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, usually we're not as, like, thing, but it's just, like, you know, it can give, I think also it can give off the wrong, <clears throat> the wrong message, especially even to someone who's never encountered these gods, and then, like, yeah, it's, like, very, oh, like, suddenly they see, like, if they're, like, oh, I remember that, like, he was shaking his butt on, like, AB, on American Board Chinese, and I'll be, like, uh. Wait, 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 oh, my gosh, what if, because, like, you know, during this entire show, like, they also bring up, like, the, 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 uh, uh, fix it sitcom show the mm-hmm. whatever whatever and you know how like yes Ki the Hui beyond Ka- repairs the like what beyond repairs. yeah 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 so like i wonder if that was kind of like their way of like mirroring that scenario hmm. 
because like Maybe? why why else would they be like so on point with a lot of other things and then just like completely take a big dookie on deities like I think, that i think it's also because like remember this is still disney it's for them yeah. like this is just they're they're just thinking it's based on journey to the west probably that's their mentality instead of like remembering that it's an actual these are actual religious figures shame on you script writers how dare <sighs> but we do like ha have like um um uh, mentions of other gods like Chang'e, Neja, and all stuff. But we do have the backstory that Sun Wukong and Yomu Wang used to be like best friends, kind of. Kind of. Like Yomu Wang like drags him, like takes him along with him. Sun Wukong thinks like he's their homies, but it turns out we get a rant that, you know, so Yomu Wang's all like, you embarrassed me, so I didn't want to bring you in the first place. How did you like that dynamic of like, you know, Sun Wukong and Yomu Wang? Um, like that pre thing, and we also like find out that Numa Wan did say a quote about like, oh, well, if you want something, you need to take it, and you find out it was Sun Wukong who told that him that at the end of the party. So, how did you feel about the dynamic and what was going on from leading of them being friends, that end of friendship in the end, which leads to what we're going through right now? What do you think, Kenji? So. <clears throat> I will say, like, one of the things I was really hoping was that when we got that title drop where it showed, like, Sun, like, you know, with the old 70s style, like, Sun Wukong, like, mm -hmm. title card, I was really hoping that the entire episode was going to, like, be shot in that kind of, like, style where, like, the cinematography is just kind of, kind of shit, you know, <laughs> just, it's like, you know, has, like, the grainy filter going mm -hmm. over it, you know, just to really sell it. I was really hoping for that, but we kind of got something a little bit more, like, cleaner. Which I guess, you know, which ultimately I guess that's probably for the long run, I think it was probably better that way because I feel like that could have probably gotten old probably quickly mm. for a lot of people. Um, however, um, like I, I, do, I will say like I definitely do love the way that we're kind of setting up like Sun Wukong's character with like the, like how he, you know, like the advice that he gives is, you know, essentially like it, 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 we see like a much more and we, we see an ambitious Sun Wukong but we also see that he's very arrogant which you know which is kind of like the thing that we saw a lot in the I feel I mean at least personally when I read the books originally of the Journey mm -hmm. to the West uh, books it was I always kind of saw uh, Sun Wukong kind of being as a, like kind of you know he was kind of a he was kind of a cheeky bugger you know he was oh, yeah, no, kind definitely. Of, he was, he was a little, he was definitely, you know, a little arrogant, kind of, you know, being told, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do this. Well, I'm going to anyway. What are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, you, you take, we, you take, leave, leave this area alone. Well, I'm uh, going to, I'm going to write calligraphy on this area anyways. No, I don't exactly. care if somebody's finger. I'm going <laughs> to No, exactly. That's actually um one of the reasons why in the end he was put under the five finger mountains because of his arrogance. And yeah. I love that's like the beginning of the he's like, "Oh, you're going to go work in the stables like I did, like working my way up." And I'm like, "You didn't do that. You let the horses out and you caused havoc." I'm like that's like, like, it's really funny, like, seeing Sun Wukong being this mature figure and, like, being this parent figure saying that, I think we talked about this last, like, um, week, too, like, you know, parents saying, I've never done that, and then, like, flashback to their youth, they're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 It's exactly that what I was watching. He's like, he's like, he needs to grow up like I did. I'm like, you were a little poop when you were young. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> your child is so much better than you when you were young. I'm like, you need to give him more credit. He just stole this. You stole that too. That's yeah. the, I think that's the irony of it. Like his son steals like his weapon, which he originally stole from the like Dragon King anyways, the Dragon Emperor. So it's really funny. It's, it's nice to see like, you know, this dynamic of like, you know, parents remembering their childhood a lot different than what actually happened um real talk though like yeah <laughs> parents are always like no I never did that when I was young <laughs> and as you get older you're like well no of course you did where do you think I got the idea <laughs> I will always tell I always tell people if you really want to know what your parents if you really want to know if the stories that your parents told you as a child as a kid growing up were real Ask your aunt and uncle. Yeah. Ask your aunt and uncle. They will tell you everything. They will be brutally honest about it too. I found out stuff about my mom too, and I was like, 
Oh my gosh. No, yeah, that's with me and my dad. So my mom, thank God, has always been really transparent with my her weird escapades. It's because she's like, okay, I did this and I'm gonna tell you to not do it because I did it. But no, the, the tea that she like releases on my dad, I was kind of like, and my because my dad like because my dad's like a good, like if you look at him, he's like a good little Buddhist man. He's like really like he's like he wears he actually dresses like Jin's dad. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> That's why is it so bad that when you first started timeline. describing your dad, he's like, he's just like this very nice Buddhist man. I was thinking, why am I picturing Jin's dad? Jin's <laughs> <laughs> dad dresses very much like Jin's dad. He has the collar, like polo shirt, glasses, and his hair is like quaffed on like one side with like the, the fluff on top. Yes. He wears jeans and he wears those dad sneakers. That's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh my god. Those new balance sneaks. <laughs> so like my dad, like, you know, yeah, he's like, he looks like that. And so my mom's all like, yeah, no, this is what he used to do. And my dad be like, no, no, to have like, you know, he's he's like the very generic Buddhist man. Like, no. Like, like when we don't have the heater, like the air conditioning on, and I'm dying, he's like, oh no, to feel like to actually feel the coolness, you have to like envision the coolness in your heart or something. It's like if you think that you're cool and you feel that you're cool, then you will actually feel the cool. And I'm just like, Dad, it's hot. It's like 120 degrees. No, so he's like that. So, and so when I ask about his past, he's like, Oh no, I was a good child. I did this. And then my mom's all like, <gasps> I'm just like, okay. She's like, We met on a skiing trip with friends. No. And I was like, Oh, yo. Yeah. Same, same though, but with my mother. She's like, no, we met like with mutual friends, and my dad's like, yeah, at a bar. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa. But also, in defense of your dad, the electricity bill is really, really bad with the air conditioner. <laughs> and that shows you, I am the, I'm the age of being a parent. I got you. Oh no, I get that too. That's me now because I'm like old. That's this point i'm paying like my electric bills and i'm like dude they anyways we're gonna go off topic anyway, back to ABC. <laughs> back to ABC. but i i do want to say like the portrayal that's what i really like what i really enjoy about the show is that the portrayal of like what we as uh first generation second generation um born like do go through like the portrayal of the parents how the parents deal with stuff how they deal with stuff in relations to their kids and how they raise the kids I think that this is a really accurate portrayal what do you guys say Kenji I would definitely I mean I only I, I I'm only uh I'm only half uh I'm actually half ABJ so um so I'm not quite the ABC I'm the ABJ <laughs> but even with that though like there's definitely like there's certain like you know roles that the mother they I definitely see like you know it's while it's not and it's not perfectly exactly the same I definitely do see a lot of parallels and I do see a lot of similarities and I definitely so like I you know I definitely try to uh, compare it to like because I growing up I had friends who were you know uh Chinese American so I got to you know see some of their traditions as well and see you know get to dabble in that a little bit still remember the first time when I was just given just a bowl of rice and just all the food was in the center of the table and they just go go for it and you're like wait there's no plate <laughs> so, like, no. it's like every man for their own go yeah go. And it's, it's just a bowl of rice and it's just you just put it on the bowl and then you just eat it. i was like oh you know but, but, but i'm digressing like the point you know i actually i'm very excited to see more of this because I'm, I'm really hoping that based on what you've been telling me they seem it seems like they've been doing a lot of their they've been doing at least as far as like culturally like mm -hmm. the lifestyle wise it yes. seems like they've been doing they've done their research i know that you've been saying that as far as like the the deities and the gods mm -hmm. and stuff like that they're they've been taking some liberties and i just think it's very it's places. very americanized with how they portray the deities i think that's yeah. normal yeah yeah but but you're saying like as far as like the lifestyle wise yes. it's very very accurate so i'm actually really that i will probably say that's what i've been finding a lot of my my joy in watching this show is just being able to experience mm -hmm. such a accurate slice of life kind of like lifestyle, especially as, you know, you know, cause I, I, you know, kind of feeling like outsider cause you know, even as being American born, I'm sure, you know, you and Stephanie probably agree, you know, that 
sometimes there, you have some Western ideas and influences and stuff, and you're like, I want to think this way. And your parents are like, that is such an American way of thinking, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, again, as, as Kenji said, uh, I am only half of, uh, I'm half Korean, so I'm, I'm ABK, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm only half of the ABK. <laughs> We're getting a little, like, triangle over here. Um, but I, it, I, I, the whole fact that the mom goes to church and does a lot of church activities and incorporate you know like and that's how she kind of like starts selling all that stuff and i know this is the, like a different episode or something but uh like the 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 way that the structure is of like you really should be paying attention to school like why are you doing sports like i mm -hmm. felt that in my bones <laughs> because i wanted to do like i wanted to join the tennis team when i was in high school and like i took tennis lessons during the summer and she was like no 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 you can't do that you're gonna break your neck then why did you make me learn <laughs> no right it's like the whole like um was, there's like actually a joke about it where like asian parents want you to like you know learn music as like you know for discipline but if you want to make it your like your occupation they're like no <laughs> yes. even though they put you through years of like i don't know piano cello violin yes but once like after like you know you actually want to do that for your they're like no that doesn't make any money you know what? Now that you bring that up, now oh, because as soon as I asked my piano teacher, hey, can you like teach me like basic chords, and then like that way I could play music that that you know like is played on the radio. All of a sudden, she got too busy. Oh no, no, sorry, no piano lesson anymore. You're you, you know she's still she's still busy, <laughs> and I'm like oh no. Now you bring it up, and now I'm I'm sus. I'm sus now. <laughs> <laughs> It's but, like you can only do music for discipline. You can't do it for like joy. No, no. You want Alicia Keys too bad. No. <laughs> if it's not Mozart start chopping, it's nothing. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, my so brother is a, a music therapist. So like, I don't know how, what magic he did on my mom, but he did good. Therapist. He, therapist. That's technically kind of with like healthcare. I I guess it's, the it's holistic. Oh, yeah. but... Therapist yeah That's dude holistic fair. makes a lot of money like if you do it right holistic makes a lot of money it does i i it's miss like, that money when i did massage therapy it's considered kind of holistic <laughs> it is no very much so that's i was kind of like oh in that last episode where like the grab was going out of business i'm like no you gotta market better now right market for to real, the white people for real i'm like girl you need to reconstruct reconstruct the whole format let's go right. get your little marketing team of people with the flyers and little samples Here's a, be the drug dealer that you want to be. Be the drug dealer you. I do not endorse that. Buy drugs from grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, oh. <laughs> I love the granddaughter in that episode. Oh my gosh. Oh. She's like, do you know new metal? Like what was a bubblegum one? I was like, oh, I bubble grind. Bubble grunge, there it goes. Like, oh my god. Well, my music sounds like nothing of those, but all of them combined. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that is such a Gen Z. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we're dating ourselves. Anyways, but yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I personally really love like um how this show is going. I love how what they um what have what they've done so far, the setup for like the dynamics, the setup for Jin, his family, you know, the mom and dad. And also like I love the fact that it seems like mom has like that very generic, like because uh this happens a lot of Asian families or especially in Chinese families where mothers will sacrifice themselves, sacrifice their like, you know, jobs, their, their, their future, just so they can stay home, take care of the house, make sure the house is running smoothly, make sure the husband, like family, that kind of stuff. And like that, it's kind of like, you know, the 50 housewives thing where they start to feel stifling, but they're like, oh, it's my job. I have to, this is my duty. And I love that, you know, it seems like the mom here is like reaching that point because the, the, the grandma like doctor she's all like how long have you been married 18 years i love that there's an emphasis on that that the mom is being stifled by the dad mm. and her life 
And then like the fact that now like she's able to like step out of that and doing the whole drug dealing thing. <laughs> like it's such a good nice to see that, you know, that it's a nice portrayal of seeing that how a woman can step out of like that role because it's it happens a it happens a lot, especially in Chinese culture. Like, like it's like crazy how much women have to give up just for their families. I know this is like very universal in most cultures, but it is like, um, as someone who has grown up like as a Chinese and seen this, it, it happens a lot. And a lot of like times, like these mothers just, just break down. Yeah. And then the midlife crisis happens and they become a whole new person. And you're like, where did all, this woman would never inflict so much childhood trauma. Where's this bitch been my whole life? Right? I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about the show. <laughs> Airing well, out or like, 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 like all... well, well, that's how we know this is a fiction story, right? Totally I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I always make this, I, I always make the joke that we know that we we know that uh, everything everywhere all at once is a fiction because the because the mother apologizes. Apologizes. <laughs> that doesn't happen in real life. Turning red, fiction. Fiction. <laughs> fiction. No, it's it's just our generation writing shows and movies, basically saying please heal us please. We, are, we, we need hugs <laughs> we need love and affection i love how we're airing like our dirty laundry like this stream right <laughs> welcome to abc healing. where we talk about our trauma <laughs> but that's what this show is this show in a way kind of really does heal but or at least it helps with the trauma a little bit it, it validates your your feelings it validates <laughs> That's what I have character AI for now. <laughs> but <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, I that's what I think I I do like the show. I I'm really excited to see where the show is going. I don't know if they're going to have a season two because again, I have not seen until the end of the thing. I don't know if the conflicts um get wrapped up in this nicely like tied up little bow. But um, I'm also kind of curious because this show only has eight episodes mm -hmm. and we're already halfway through. And only now is the plot kind of like taking, kind of like picking up speed. Yeah. But we're already halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. I'm curious about where the show's going to go and how it's going to like continue. I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season two, hopefully, if it does well. Hopefully. I, I really hope there is a season two. Because this whole Disney Plus format of like introduction for the first half of the series, and then you only have this much left, so now we need to really finish up the story. Like, I don't want them to change the tone. Yes. And I'm saying this as if I didn't watch the rest of it. So I really want them to, you know, maintain that, that, that speed. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't want them to speed through something just because, oh, shoot, now, now we only have four episodes. Like, mm -hmm. Like really, like I want, I want resolution with like what's going on with his family, what's going on with him, what's mm -hmm. going on with uh Wei Chen's family, or like him and his dad. You know, like I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that it uses the right, the same pacing to finish up the, you know. No, I agree because I'm just like I really hope that they're just not going to just like. Because with how much everything is set up and with how much conflict there is, I don't think this could be done within this, like, such a small season, like, such, like, little episodes. It's not plausible without it being, like, completely, like, poop. Right, Disney, give us more episodes, goddammit. <laughs> what do you think, Angie? I mean, I'm I'm excited to see where we keep going with this, because, like, I, I mean, I definitely feel you on that, because Destiny Plus definitely has, like, that has that's how i felt about obi-wan where i was like like when things started happening i was like this is episode six we have two episodes left how are we supposed to wrap this up so like so like i'm i i it's it, there are parts of me where i where like as you were talking about it, i was like yeah there are probably there's probably way earlier easier times to have this whole thing like the, the conflict really start like I could have easily seen this conflict happening in episode two I agree I yeah. think it was dragged out for a little bit like because yeah. the first episode could have just been the whole setup we had like you know okay Wei Chen wanting to fit in Wei Chen like you know I think and then like you know with and we introduced of course like wait not Wei Chen sorry Jin trying to fit in Wei Chen like you know coming in and then yeah episode two then we have like the whole more conflict instead of like we get 
even like the last episode, I think now that they add the whole part with the whole drug dealing with the whole mom and the thing, that's a whole story that they just added in in episode three. Yeah. And that that needs to have that sh- hopefully will have a resolution towards the end. But and then like yeah, we we still haven't even seen dad. It seems like dad is probably unemployed. I don't know. Dad seems kind of like down this last two episodes. He's just sitting there. Oh, he's stand- depressed. I was gonna say that this season ends with the mom just tossing a bag of uh of herbs in the middle of the desert, like breaking bad style. She just just look she's wearing the same thing that Walter White is. She goes, <laughs> say my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it ends. That's where that's how the series ends. You know what? I will only take that. <laughs> but yeah, but I understand the dad's nagging, but like the mom's nagging the dad, but like he just seems like he's like Jane like walks past him like in the bathroom and he's just like or he's like, you know, watching the show and he's like sitting on the couch like Oh my gosh, right? Like and coming from somebody who who worked in different levels of God knows what anymore. Like I I like when he comes in and he just looks so like robotic i'm like that dude just went through the worst day (laughs) but it's like every day (laughs) agreed and then but that's the only thing that's the part that's the thing though like his story gets introduced in like the second episode but the third and fourth there's like no mentions of his like you know his part of the story so i'm just kind of like dude i feel like there's they added too. I personally think they add a little bit too much stuff that they have to tie in. That I don't know if they can do that mm. within the span that we have. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll watch the rest of the episodes and we'll have like what two more weeks <laughs> of of like no speculations and like reflections. So yeah, <laughs> next time on ABC. <laughs> next time. I was about to say, will Jin's mother go to jail for drug pushing? What will happen to the Jingu Bond? And what and who exactly is the Dragon Lord? Find out next time on ABC. <laughs> Just like that. Exactly like that. That that's basically was the opening for like what was it, episode four? <laughs> what the like the Silicon, like, oh, when he was young. Da, 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 da. That whole that was that was fun. I I I like I really enjoyed this last episode, especially episode four. The fact that it was in Mandarin just like tickled my tickled my fancy. Yeah, Anyways, do you guys have any ending comments for this like these slew episodes? What you're hoping will happen? What you wish they could have done? Any just any comments about these last two episodes, Stephanie? I, I will say like I especially after you brought it up, like I. I do wish that they were a little more connected with the deities and they didn't Mm. make them like over the top cartoony. I feel like it was kind of, you know, just to play the devil's advocate that I hate doing. Like, I I feel like it was trying to maintain that 70s style Mm -hmm. kind of like action, but it, it did go a little hard and a little rough sometimes. I was like kind of losing the focus because they were trying to cartoonify these characters. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay, how about you, Kenji? Um, I was really, I'm, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I was expecting, I, I was hoping for more martial arts happening. Like, I, it seems mm. like there's just like one fight per episode, which I'm like, okay i mean i guess we only have half an hour to really tell these things and these things take up at least a third of the episode i get it that's fine but like a part of me still wants more i want to see more of the that kind of like it's just so beautiful to watch it's it's just so weird because it's like it's so beautiful but then like it's like in the living room you know what i mean with like boxes and stuff so it's like it's it's very it's very interesting to see, you know, and watch. And I, I would like to see, I would like to see more fighting, but I would also would love to know how we're going to wrap this all up. And because, because if it is going to just be wrapped up with a nice little boat by the end of this, I'm really hoping they can do a good job with that. Yeah. Because I think like what eight, I think it's not like they're releasing more. It's I think eight episodes. It's the full season for this time yeah. I don't think there's actually going to be any more so I know I agree I'm 
hesitant. I'm like hoping that they do everything like right towards the end. It's not just like everything is rushed and just random shite ton of exposition in like the last 30 seconds and that kind of stuff. And then like everything just like, oh, happily ever after. Oh my God, is Neomo Wan like, you know? Cause like now they also bring up the fact that they have to like find the four scroll. Like there's no like pr progress with that whatsoever. But well, like I mean, the fact that it took three episodes <laughs> yeah. for Jin to agree. And I'm just like, it's really interesting because in the end we have like that scene where uh, Wei Chen's like, oh, I was gone for a day. And then Jin's like, no, you've been gone for a month. I like that because that's the that's actually canon with like our beliefs is that like one day in um, the heavens is like, well, technically it's a year here. So that's really cool that the whole, they did keep that whole like, oh, the time does not match up between there and here. So just saying that, but yes, I do hope that um, they do very, they do the story justice. Cause I think like to have this and to have such an accurate depiction of like, you know, American born Chinese like life, our culture and that kind of stuff. I really hope that they don't half-ass it because I would be so pissed that we finally, finally get decent representation for them to screw up in the end. So that's what I'm just saying. That's my hopes for the show that they don't screw it up. And I think that's going to be my host for the show until the very end. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways have... have we've heard that on these shows. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's true, but that's all the time we have for today. We went very off topic and on topic and aired our dramas and our dirty laundry, but I loved it. You guys are awesome. But today we talked about episodes three and four of American Born Chinese, where you can find on Disney Plus. And thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to join our discourse to keep the conversations going. Um, shout out to my guests, um, Kenji and Stephanie. So tell us where people can find you, Kenji, all your social uh, If you would like to find me, you can find me uh, on Instagram and on TikTok at Kenjinator. Uh, I also do uh, Twitch streams with my father, uh, who's at KD in LA. We do a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Unfortunately, we will not be doing it next Saturday. We will not be doing it this coming Saturday because uh, my father is traveling. But next Saturday, we should be doing it at the usual 12, 3 p.m. Woo! And of course, Stephanie, where can we find you on all the socials? Yay! Um, so you can find me on Nomtalk Network. I'm basically there all the time. That is the account that I manage. Uh, and then I tag myself. So you can also follow. Oh, shoot. I totally used the wrong command in chat. My bad. That's a different Stephanie. It's not me. <laughs> so you can find me at Stephanie Samire. Again, it's tagged through Nomtalk Network. So just go see Nomtalk Network. Yeah. Just, just follow us on everything. <laughs> yeah, no, this everything. is a different Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> McGee. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not that Stephanie. <laughs> I love that, but yes, follow follow not talking over on everything. Um, I am yeah yeah. You can follow me. You can find me here on Twitch um, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. At my Hamachi, I play random games. Um, you can follow. You can find me on YouTube, which is also at J Palace Yaya, where I make videos about Chinese culture, um, traditions, all that fun stuff. And you can follow me on all the socials such as TikTok, Instagram, and all that fun stuff, either through my Hamachi or J Palace Yaya. Um, you can also listen to the sh our shows on Google Podcasts. Oh my God, I keep on hitting my plate. <laughs> I know, like on our, all the stuff. So Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, everything. Just follow us on everything um, at NomTalk Network. And yeah, so uh, tune into our next show, which will be on Monday, which is going to be talking about The Room, which some people have very strong opinions on. <laughs> Until then, Hi, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I am your host, Yaya, and you have a namorific day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.